everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, June 14th, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me I'm are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page and chat with us directly on Discord, where we record Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you could post something to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, I've got a whole bunch of stuff about the January 6th committee. Surprise, surprise. And we'll, we'll get into that fairly quickly. But first, I did want to mention the primaries taking place tonight. Midterm primaries in Maine, Nevada, North Dakota, and South Carolina. And apparently something in Texas. Yeah, there's some, I don't know if it's a runoff, but, oh, somebody resigned from the House in Texas's 34th district. So they're, they're having an election. Okay. And it's, uh, today is June, not January. You're going to have to change the intro. <laughs> oh, did I yep. say January? Well, wow. it makes sense. We're talking about the January 6th committee, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just substitute yep. those words. I mean, do you really think okay. someone's going to hear that and go, "Oh shit, it's an old it's one. an old episode"? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have to go back in and put June. It'll make yeah. perfect sense. I, I, use or, my voice, like though. me. They just won't even listen to the date because I didn't catch that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure you get my name right. <laughs> right. The uh, so in the the midterms in these states the primary is going on tonight. I don't I didn't really see anything major. You've got uh, you've got a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of GOP who are Trump based running against people who are not quite <laughs> as Trump based. That, that's that's really seems to be the trend all throughout. Like nothing, none of those stories really stood out. No, to me. no, nothing big going know. on. I don't think. Oh, I thought um, isn't Cheney coming up soon? Having to defend her seat. I don't know. Isn't she? Uh, no, that's. It's not. Where, where is Janie? Uh, <laughs> Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a W. It was definitely a wow. W state. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's not. She's coming up soon, but I guess it's not today. So. Yeah. Hmm? I can't believe I'd be rooting for Janie to win. Unbelievable. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what What has the world come to? <laughs> I mean, the worst possible uh, timeline. I mean, a Democrat's not going to take Wyoming, so it's the. As sad as to say as it is, you know, Cheney's our best bet. <laughs> She's been doing fine. I disagree with her on a lot of things, but nothing's getting passed. So it's not like she's going to do something True. I'm going to hate. She's just a standard Republican. So, yeah, I'm fine <laughs> with her. Uh, Tommy H. did say that she's oh, in okay. August. That's uh, that way, way too close to the general election to still have a primary. I mean, it's totally I understand that that's true. I just yeah. Hey, I just found out that I'm that I made it in August. I'm just gonna keep my yard sign up and just keep hoping until November. <laughs> right. I mean, really, elections should be a lot shorter anyway, so I'm kind of okay with it. Yeah. But I mean, it, this two year election cycle is fucking ridiculous. I mean, Trump's already th talking about you know putting his hat in the ring. Blah blah blah. He ain't running. <laughs> I, he will do what it takes to get more money in his pocket. Yeah, he did that. He ran for president and won. Yeah. Oopsie. Now he can get all the money and not have to do any of the work. <laughs> True. He didn't do any work when he was president anyway. Just watched TV all day and drank Diet Coke. Yeah, but they made him go places and do things and talk at things. Make decisions. Like <laughs> yeah, you don't like that shit. True. I don't know. I'm still kind of curious. I think he still might. I mean, I, let me take that back. I 
thoroughly expect him to mm. run. It just because he is going to get all the campaign money that he can. Right. So I I I think he's going to run. Is is he going to Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that's what happened the first time is he ran to make money and then went, "Huh, yeah. I won? Holy crap." Let me see how much money I can make while in well, office. Well, plus that, the, right. the, and the ego boost alongside it, so. Right, but, and he won, and remember, he's still saying he he won the last one, too. Mm. That's true. <laughs> right? He can't right. run a third time, right, if he won the last one. <laughs> right. And now, he, if when he asks for money, they give it to him, his supporters, no matter what. I mean, he had his little Stop the Steal fund yeah. that made an ungodly amount of money, and it didn't go towards anything. It, yeah. Like, he, now, he, I he mean, act- campaign money is... Yeah. is scrutinized well we know about breaking the rules though so i know but i don't know i just feel like he's like i can make more money now that's my thought process yeah i I think i i don't you're probably not wrong because i mean yeah the stop the steal thing he made 250 million dollars in in like a week it was insane so why would he give that up and that was you know not watched money that just went in his pocket maybe not super direct if i were donald trump well, let's just say I had my brain in Trump's body. <laughs> yeah. Right? Just to, test, just to test the waters, I would put a thing out and go, I want a new plane. Can you guys donate money to my new plane fund? He did that. No, I mean, just straight up, just not, no, don't hide it in anything. Uh, just be like, I want a new plane. <laughs> here's, my, here's my GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah. Daddy needs a new plane. <laughs> give me money. Yeah, they'd give and me. I wonder, I, wonder if he d- I wonder if they would do it. Yeah, probably. I think they would. In that case, why run for president and have all have all eyes right. on you and have all that bullshit? Right. I think that has to co- count as straight income, though, and the, the it'll, it'll get taxed as opposed to uh, donations, political donations, which don't get taxed, and you can still put it in your pocket. So he's got to make sure he doesn't pay taxes because he really doesn't like paying taxes. I, I, from what I There's always ways out of getting out of paying yeah. taxes. Yeah, from what I understand, didn't he not pay taxes? Didn't we learn that already? Yeah, he had air quotes business losses that covered his taxes for 10 years or some, uh, something obscene. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he had significant <laughs> business losses, but he still paid stupid yeah. little taxes. I mean, are you guys thinking if, like, like, and again, in a situation where he runs again and say he wins, it's the same cavalcade of fucking idiots again that are back in? Like, we're bringing... I mean, no, nah, it'll be worse. Oh, yeah, it'll be a little worse. Yeah. But I mean, like, we have to deal with Jared Ivanka again, like, working in the White House and like all that bullshit. I don't know. They sure. they might have burned that br- or charred that bridge a little bit cuz they didn't exactly testify against him, but they really didn't support him 100%. So, she'll get forgiven, but I doubt he will. All right. All right, let's move on to uh the January 6th stuff. Um there's a whole bunch of different things that uh I have listed here. I thought I would go over them really quick. There's an article, there's well, there's a whole bunch of stuff I pulled from the Huffington Post cuz uh they summarized some stuff together and and it's not paywalled, I don't believe. Wow. So, starting with an article about uh the evidence that uh the January 6 has presented just so far um is plenty enough uh to indict mm. Trump. So, that is detailed in an article here. There's another one that is uh lists seven key moments from the uh from the first hearing talks about staffers trying to get Trump to listen to them and that they he totally rejected them and listened to Giuliani mm-hmm. instead. Um, and, and to follow up on that, that the Giuliani was clearly intoxicated at the yeah, time. Yeah, a lot of them. Everybody was talking about that one. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, well. well it's, it is it is interesting the number of people that peeled away from him once things got super crazy. And he was left with, you know, Giuliani and Sidney Powell and Mark Meadows and this small group of lunatics. Known as Team Crazy. Yeah. As opposed to Team <laughs> yeah. Normal that some of them said that they were on. <laughs> right. Yeah. They still enabled him, so I don't give, I don't give him the, the normal label, but they did peel away when things got super bad. Uh, some of the other seven topics that uh, they talk about, a uh, Fox News political editor talking about Trump claiming victory based on the red mirage, the idea that at first uh, Republicans tend to go ahead because the, of the whole mail-in voter thing tends to lead toward Democrats. So the, the initial count, it looks like Republicans are winning. And then there's, like when they actually get to counting all the, the ballots, it that that red mirage goes away. There's uh, information about Bill Barr, mm. the fact that he the the voting machines he said it was complete nonsense what they were doing. Bill Stepien talks about how Trump ran on a structurally and fiscally deficient re-election campaign. So I don't know if you remember uh, what's his name, Brad mm. Parscale was fired 115 days before election day. He was the campaign manager. And uh, Trump put this guy in charge, and this guy is now saying, like, it was a disaster. Like, his his numbers were horrific, and, you know, we did what we could. So, clearly, uh, you know, that was part of the reason that he lost. Well, Pat, wasn't Pascal the guy who, I remember, uh, like, supposedly had went to Trump and was like, your numbers are, f are fucking down. Like, here, here, and here. Yeah. And Trump was like... Well, get me better numbers, yeah. or, or something that like something ridiculous. Like he's like, well, I can't. I can lie to you if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I can't make things up. I'm trying to tell you the truth, but that's kind yeah. of a pattern. <laughs> Apparently, a bunch of his advisors did just make things up that he wanted to hear. So, yeah. another item: uh, the the how the big lie was a huge windfall, which we've already discussed. The fact that he raised 250 million dollars on the idea that uh, that he lost the election or was stolen from him. And then uh, the, there's uh, an item on the Justice Department looking into Giuliani and Trump's fraud allegations, the fact that they found absolutely nothing in everything that they found. So those are the, the different key items, key takeaways from all of that. A few other things that weren't included in that article, though. Uh, Jeffrey Clark, I thought that information that they discussed at the hearing was very interesting. Um, Jeffrey Clark was one of the... I don't remember where he was. He was a Justice Department official, and he basically went to Trump and said, look, make me your attorney general mm. and I'll make it happen. Why didn't he? Well, yeah. I, I believe what happened was Trump threatened to do it and the rest of the Justice Department said, if you do that, we will all quit. And somehow I, I, there must have been more to it because he backed down. Wow. Yeah, so Richard Donahue uh, testified and said that he told Trump, what if within 48 hours we have hundreds of resignations from your Justice Department because of mm. your actions? What does that say about your leadership? And he, he talked Trump out of doing go. that. Did you see that tweet of Trump responding to uh, what Ivanka had said, where oh, she said, I had full trust in The truth uh, you mean, Bill not Bard. the tweet. <laughs> well, yeah, and he was going on about how Ivanka had checked out, and then he talked about Bill Barr, and then at the end he just puts in parentheses, he sucked! Yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> uh, one of the other stories is about Mark Meadows, how he burned papers. Some information came forward from one of his staffers and said that uh, 
that one of his staffers came forward with first-hand knowledge they provided testimony that Meadows burned papers in his Ooh. office after meeting with Scott Perry about challenging the election. That's, That's a big no-no. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And then there's an article talking about Trump and his allies preparing a huge counter of, of lies and shenanigans about the January 6th hearing. What was it they put together? Like an eight-page I think retort? it was bigger than that. Yeah, it was 12. Oh, oh the one on it? truth? Uh, yeah, 12 page response okay. to the committee. Which, have, and I, I'm particularly fond of the um, the news that, you know, the, the open social media platform Truth has been banning people to talk about the January 6th committee. <laughs> Freedom of speech, baby. Yep. So, anything else to discuss about what's been going on on January well, 6th? I have stuff? a question. Sure. And I, I think I've asked this before. I mean, we all know nothing's going to come out of this. That's fine. I've accepted that. <laughs> I'm in the Ian levels of just despair as far as believing in anything is going to happen. But what are they, what can they charge Trump with? Inciting a riot? Um, it appears nothing. That was what they imploded over today. Oh, what do you mean? Okay, so what happened today that I missed? Uh, the, the chairman of the January 6th committee uh, announced that no matter what the committee found or saw, they would not recommend any charges against Trump or anybody else involved. They wouldn't send paperwork so, to the Justice Department making a recommendation, but yep. the justice that, that that doesn't need to exist in order for the Justice Department to make to make charges on somebody. And if somebody else came out from the committee and said, "We have not yet decided that in actual fact." So yeah, they're they're a bit of a controversy at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Took less than a week for it to fall apart. Mm -hmm. I was I was impressed. I'm just, I mean, like, you know, like, what, what is the point of presenting all this evidence against Donald Trump? I mean, well, I guess if you're not going to charge him or recommend, but like, what, what can he be charged with? Attempted coup, I think. Whatever the... Okay, so this, so this is, so well, this is more than just what happened at the Capitol. This is yes. the... Okay. This is right. the totality of it, yeah. Yeah, the, the days leading up to it, well, months leading up to it. But, I mean, I think he, what he could be charged with, he could be charged the same as the, the, the... Proud Boys, who got charged seditious. last week with seditious yeah. conspiracy, because he, he, I mean, he literally conspired to overthrow uh, an American election. So, okay, it could be very easy to to charge him with something like that. Okay, that's where a little bit of confusion. But yeah, I was like, well, what are you getting him on? You know, inciting a riot? What is that? A fucking mm. fine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that makes more sense. Yeah, there's a whole host of things could he, that he could be charged with. W will he be? Mm, doubtful. Is there a reason that they made the statement that they're not going to recommend anything to the Justice Department? Is it just like I think? Oh, uh, that was he. He wanted to let everybody know that that's not their job. Their job is to just shed light on the truth of what happened mm. and not let people rewrite history. Okay. <laughs> so yes, he came out and said they aren't wrong. This is a political stunt, but we're hoping it'll help in the midterms. Mm. Okay then. The goal should be to make sure that he can't run again by whatever means necessary. Can you run for president if you've been charged with a federal crime? I don't believe if you've been convicted probably. of a felony, I don't believe you can. Mm. That's not going to happen before that. I was going to say, pretty much everybody who's been charged with anything is all misdemeanor level. Mm. Am I correct? Except for the, the Proud Boys. Yeah. The Proud Boys. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a couple of felonies in there, but for the most part, yeah. I think the people that have actually we were filmed hitting police officers have been charged with felonies. So, Ian... Does yes. does January sixth the actual attack or uh, insurrection on the Capitol? Does that ever come up in your store with your people? Hmm. Because the shit that I hear from my end 
is yes. amazing of what they thought happened on January 6th. <laughs> oh, um, no, but I've, I've been working uh, hard to disengage lately. So okay. that's on me. Because according to the people I talk to, oh, my God, you liberals are making such a big deal about some people going into the office and ruffling some papers up <laughs> and dumping over some paper clips and shit. <laughs> that's what I hear. Wow. Now, I don't I don't say anything because I don't want to get into it. Yeah. And like, I'm just like, were you just glossing over that scene where they were beating on that cop with fucking flags and shit? And that woman was slipping in blood. And I'm just like, you really think they just went in there and just kind of fucked the office up and took some pictures and then left? They weren't walking through the halls yelling, Nancy. Yeah, that didn't happen. Oh, I mean, I was just curious, like, if if that's the narrative going around in the... uh, Uh, That's one of many. You know, like, like we had discussed in the past, it's everything and nothing simultaneously <laughs> so you know nothing of that nothing has changed like it's sometimes it's no big deal sometimes it didn't happen at all sometimes it at the same time it did happen but it was you know crisis actors black lives matter and antifa mm, right disguised as trump supporters so yes it happened it didn't happen it was a huge deal it was a great day but also it was not a big deal and a and a, and a <laughs> low-key day <laughs> all at the same time i'm I'm getting All more. Lo- I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting more low key day than anything. Than mm. you're, you're. Oh my god, it was so scary for the people in there. Oh, that like. I'm like, wow. I'm yeah. like, are you just not seeing the same shit I saw? <laughs> no, you just got to You got to Yeah, you're right. You've got to spin it like that. That was sorry. There was someone. Um, a a coach in the NFL got in some trouble with the league and with his team because someone had pointed out that he he tweeted out, and I'm paraphrasing, but he was he pointed out how. Uh, I love how when the country burns to ash during Black Lives Matter riots over the summer, we don't mention that at all. But there's a little dust up at the Capitol on January 6th, and that's a huge deal for some reason. (laughs) They were like, listen, Jack, you can take little dust up and shove it up your ass. Here's a $100,000 fine, and you have to apologize on live TV. Mm. Well, you know what? That's the thing. I mean, they do bring that up a lot. Oh, all the other cities have burned. No one gives a shit and blah, blah, blah. And, uh... Again, I'm always just like, well, nope. while, I, while I don't believe what you're saying, if that is true, can't we prosecute both of them? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> we can do two things, if you want. Yep. And I don't believe anybody died in any of those. Only the ones that Kyle Rittenhouse killed. All right, except for them, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was just wondering if that was the, uh, the total narrative of... Uh, Oh, it was nothing, and you're making a big deal out of nothing. Yeah, I mean, you got, you're right. You've got a, you got to you got to maintain as many you know conflicting narratives as possible. But I'm wondering if that's coming from well, they didn't take their guns. We all know that they had guns, but they didn't assault the Capitol with guns, so it was it couldn't have been too. There serious. were some guns there. They just weren't you know AKs, and they were not brandished. Well, they didn't see the people they were trying to kill. They couldn't find them. Right, ARs, I should say, I suppose, not AKs. Sorry. Yeah. Just so you know, AR doesn't... If you get those details wrong, you deserve (laughs) to be absolutely persecuted. You don't even know the difference between a fucking assault rifle and an AR? AR doesn't stand for assault rifle, libtard. Yeah. I know. idiot. Every time I hear that, I'm like, yeah, I know, I got it. Got it. (laughs) Unlike you fucking morons, when I found out, I remembered and retained that information. And now I don't say it's an assault rifle. (laughs) I mean, it is, but that's not what it stands oh, for. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, it is an assault rifle, but I'm willing to say Armalite assault rifle, if you'd like. Yeah. 
I realize we've got to get the company's name in there. I don't want them to, you know, miss out on an uptick in sales from, you know, only 19 children being killed. Mm -hmm. Right. Hey, speaking of that, uh, next thing that I have, the federal feds, uh, what is it, Homeland Security, (laughs) have put out a warning about an increased domestic extremist threat as the midterms approach. So, yay. That that's well, it, it uses the same picture as the previous story. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. I suppose it is still well. What was that? It uses the same picture as the previous story. Not quite. It's a little different. It's a, it's it's cut slightly different, <laughs> I, I but the yeah, same I think it's just no. a recropped version of the same picture. No, no, no. That Trump banner is looks like it's coming down in the second one. Yeah. A little oh, bit. Oh, right. That's yeah. how you can tell yeah. that it's staged. <laughs> it's just... it, 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 Antifa was told to go home and pack it up. Pack up all the right. all the acting supplies. The, the angle's a little different, so it's, you know, it's shot from higher up and lower down. <laughs> well, the guy's the guy holding up the Trump flag doesn't have his uh, right hand up on the second yeah. second image, so it's, you know, a couple of seconds later. Yep. <laughs> conspiracy theory. This feels like a conspiracy theory. <laughs> And in line with the increased threat of domestic terrorism, the 31, this this is so odd, 31 white nationalist Patriot Front members arrested when they were loaded up in a U-Haul traveling to a pride parade with plans to riot. I, this, it struck me as odd, like... You get your gear on, you get your, like, vests and your masks and whatever, and you get it all on, and then you climb into the back of a U-Haul trailer in order to... <laughs> to get to, to where the... you're going? Yeah. That's weird, right? That's uh, not just me, that's... Uh, the only thing I can think is this, because there's no way that out of those 31 men, 25 of them didn't own pickup trucks. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if you're looking to do, like, a surprise attack... Mm. You know, like you fucking, you know, nobody's like, well, I can't get a tractor trailer. You know, I, I, we're going to fucking rent a tractor trailer. Like, oh, let's get a fucking U-Haul. Well, and they all it. crammed into the U-Haul nobody for a hundred bucks. Yeah, nobody sees them coming. What I'm curious about, though, is why they got pulled over. Oh, that's right. Somebody called it in and said, hey, we saw a small army fall into a U-Haul. <laughs> it, it was very, very hand wavy, though. It's like there was a tip from, you know, somebody that saw them jumping into the U-Haul. It, in my I, opinion, it could still be an inside tip. You think so? Yeah. I mean... It's certainly a possibility. Well, I thought they all, they're not all from the same area, so I imagine they were at a hotel and that's where the person said, the, I saw a small army get to the back of a U-Haul. Sure. Yeah, like the one guy's from Idaho. What I'm, uh, Hessian, I'm also... Hessian Gixon says that uh, one article said that they had infiltrated one of their chat rooms, so... I mean, this, oh. is, this is a group that, um, you know, Homeland Security and the FBI are going to be watching carefully, because they're crazy people. So I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, and I'm really wondering what they planned on doing. Yeah. And what did they say they were going to do? I mean, they were going to go and, you know, fuck with the pride parade. What that entailed? Meh. I guess we'll find out when they get charged. So many things you could do with your time. Yeah. <laughs> Hatred. So one of the, yeah. w- one of the people that was arrested in the U-Haul that this article is actually about, Thomas Ryan Rousseau, uh, he's 23-year-old founder of the white supremacist group. He has been identified by the Southern Poverty Law Center as uh, he was identified as uh, being um, Unite the Right, the rally in Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, he founded that group. So he Wait, is... What? Uh, when did Unite the Right happen? 20, was that like five 20, years ago? 2017, yes. Mm. 
United so when he was 18 years old, he organized that group, and then they said, hey, here's the kid who's bad at things. Let's see if he can organize this group, too. <laughs> well, Please, he didn't that, organize that... this. Oh, I thought you said he, he invented the Unite the Right group. He founded the group... Oh, he founded this group after the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville. There you go. I gotcha. And he's I only gotcha. And, and, oh, he's and he, a, yeah. And, and he's he's eighteen now. No, he no, was eighteen oh, during oh, okay. the Unite the Right. Oh, okay. He's twenty three now, which I was I was impressed by his you know ability <laughs> to organize people, no, his no. ability public speaking, that sort of thing. I mean, that's a lot to accomplish in five years. <laughs> I mean, these aren't obviously. You know, the best and the brightest of the white supremacy. Yeah, I'm We're all looking at the same picture, but but top row, right hand corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, how hard is it to stand on a stage and be like, "Black people are scary. <laughs> They're coming for my trucking job." I mean, you know, doesn't take a lot to rile them up. No, I guess I just. Uh, at eighteen or even twenty three, he's from Texas. The idea that I could find. Three dozen people that want to drive with me in the back of a U-Haul all the way up to Idaho. <laughs> the interesting part, too, is when you look at all these guys in this picture, I have to say, all of them probably live in towns where there's maybe one black person. Yeah, <laughs> probably. You know, like, like I'll never forget, uh, you know, I live in a, I would live, I live in a small town now. I was, I'm from this small town. I went to college and it was a little bit of an upgrade and, you know, you see more minorities and that and that. And then I moved to New York City. And I was like, ooh, there's a lot of more minorities and this and that. And then one day I had to go do something and I had to go to Jamaica, Queens. Mm. And I got off the bus and I was walking down the street and I was like, something is different here. Walk a little bit further. I'm like, I am the only fucking white person on this goddamn street. <laughs> I noticed <laughs> it was the first time I was like, whoa. And like, if you lived in that atmosphere or that area, I could see why you might be a little worried that the white race was going down. You'd be dumb to think that. You know, you'd have to take into account, well, I'm in Jamaica, Queens. It's predominantly black. That's easy. But when you live in an all-white town in the middle of America in the Midwest, where... What, what is your daily life like that you're really worried about this? Jared, they just made Juneteenth a national holiday. We are under constant persecution. They keep threatening to take away Columbus Day. How do you not recognize the terror <laughs> that they, that this that this poses towards the white race? Yeah. The terror of actually recognizing <laughs> the end of slavery. Yeah. But we have so many honky holidays already. Like <laughs> never enough. Honky holidays. <laughs> just like any other kind of greed and fear, there's no upper limit. Okay. I mean, I just, I guess, you know, like the internet and Fox News will give you that constant stream that you need. But I mean, when you go out and breathe fresh air and you look around and it's all fucking white people, no Mexicans crawling over walls to get your job and shit because you live in fucking Kansas or, or wherever the hell. I don't know. It's just fucking weird. People are weird. Yes. People are paranoid and, and mean. I, I'm a, I get the paranoid part. Mm. I'm constantly looking out my window. That person's stopping and looking at my house. The fuck's going on? <laughs> so, along with the uh, increased threat from the Homeland Security, there was an article on Religion Dispatches talking about Christian nationalists and the Holy Gun Crusade. And I thought it was a really interesting article. Uh, it starts off with an image of a, I don't know how old he is, two, three maybe, holding an AR in his lap. Um, it was originally tweeted 
by uh, Daniel Defense, the maker of the assault rifle that was used in the Uvalde wow. incident. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> he tweeted it with the, the statement, train up a child the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. As it turns out, that is like a, well, that's a Proverbs 22.6 uh, quotation from, from the Bible. It, it The article talks about all the different lines in the Bible that can be used to promote, obviously not specifically firearms, but the idea of of arming yourself. Um, it talks about the, of course, <laughs> the Rod of Iron Ministries, because how can you talk about religion? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, they got to come <laughs> up with this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's an interesting read if you get a chance uh, to take a look at it, because it really does tie Christian nationalism into the whole gun argument. Well, wasn't it last week we were talking about that one pastor that says in the Bible it says you should line up homosexuals and shoot them in the back of the head? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a great country we live in. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but the confluence of with, with religion and violence and, and guns is weird. And I, I don't understand I – don't, I don't understand why they go together, but they clearly do. Yeah. I, I don't really want to get into too much of the, – there, there's some reasoning in the article. There's no, there's no direct line – but there's a lot of here are things that are referenced and and Bible quotes and and that sort of stuff that mm. really uh, explain a little bit. Um, a related article: uh, the Proud Boys were charged with seditious conspiracy, which we talked about last week. And that article, in a very related way, talks about how the the Proud Boys are an intersection between the Second Amendment people and the Christian nationalists. I mean, I, um, so it, it kind of ties together those two ideas. I mean, I guess that's what the Crusades were. It was, you know, so it's it's a it's a repeated pattern of violence and um, control and and wiping out the the enemy of your religion. Somebody must have done a, a paper on this. I'll see what I can find. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one quote from the article: Ins "The insurrection has also become more popular popular among Christian nationalists." Due to the combination of uh, the forces reinforcing the narrative that Democrats represent forces of evil, Trump is anointed by God to return to power, and therefore the insurrectionists were God's advanced team. Supporting the insurrection did not fade, but intensified um, with time. So, mm -hmm. yeah, since, since the insurrection has happened, when it happened... Nobody was behind it, but now you can find people behind it all the time. People, you know, downplay the violence, support the people as as like heroes, and it's it's because of the the spin that the Christian nationalists have been putting on it. Hmm. So, according to this, it's God's will that Donald Trump is to be president. According to that theory, yes. So, why did God let him lose his reelection? <laughs> well. And if, you got him there, God. Why let him lose? Right. And if somebody cheated, why did God let that happen? I mean, God controls all, so clearly yeah, see, this though, is what he wanted. <laughs> he doesn't but, seem to be able to do anything on his or their own. I don't know what his pronouns are. I apologize, <laughs> God. But I, uh, From the Bible, definitely he, him. Yeah, so, right, well, that's what I was thinking. Oh, well, these people were just his advanced. Why does he need them? Yeah. Why does he need to act through people? He's all powerful, yeah. Is his unlimited power and omniscience not enough? Mm. Is God afraid of a lawsuit from Dominion for changing <laughs> votes? So that's why he just couldn't magically change all the votes. 
<laughs> God is all powerful, but does not have a good lawyer. He couldn't afford the one point four billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I forget who it was. Um, said you know, I, your guy either is not powerful enough. Now I don't remember what the quote is. I'll have to find it. Not not powerful enough. Doesn't or doesn't care. And either way, he's evil. And either way, I'm not going to follow him. Yeah, I don't think either way he's evil really mm. makes sense. I mean, if he's not omnipotent, that doesn't make him evil. Sure, but how do it, people it doesn't not fit a- the rest of the story? Yeah. <laughs> and how do people not ask this question? Mm. Like, if you're, if someone's telling you this, go. Well, why did he let him lose that that one time? Right. <laughs> like, do they just go get the fuck out of here? Stop asking questions. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say the devil, mm. mysterious ways. Okay, now yeah, if the devil's involved, the devil's actively working against God. I right. can see that. So to go- Yeah, I'm sure. There you go. So the devil is also, more powerful than God sometimes? Mm. Yeah, he got one up on him. Hmm. Also, people have free will, so that has to be counted in there. Right. But again, hmm. you can change votes, God. I mean, that's what a miracle is, isn't it? <laughs> so Lazy the quote God. I heard from Hessian yeah. uh, Gixson said it. the quote he heard was, if God is omnipotent, then given the state of the world, he is at best indifferent and more likely malicious. And in either case, isn't worthy of your worship. That's it. Thank you. Hasn't you to the true. rescue. Speaking of not worthy, <laughs> there's an article about Louis Gohmert, oh. <laughs> uh, who on the uh, on the floor this last week declared that what we need is more prayer. That will stop the shooting. Yeah, we could have avoided this whole thing if we all went to church, Christian church. If you actually look at the so, math, though, that's not true. <laughs> I mean, there are plenty of countries that have uh, that are much more religious, and have every single country in the world has fewer gun deaths than we do. Every single one of them. Some are a lot more religious. Some are hyper religious. Some are Karen, very irreligious. Karen Louis Gomer doesn't acknowledge your Muslim math. All right. <laughs> According to his Christian math, hmm. that is the answer. <sighs> Shout out to Veep. St- I stole that joke from Veep. <laughs> Statistically, he's incorrect. So I had this further down the list, but I thought it's applicable right now. There's an article on Psychology Today asks the question, does prayer work? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's entitled, Praying Allows People to Believe That They Are Doing Something Useful. That's really what it's there for. But they did a study and studied, well, there's several studies about prayer. And the studies show that prayers offered by large groups of people have absolutely no benefit on the health of others. So if they, you know you have a church or a prayer circle and they're all praying for it, it's, it turns out statistically it does nothing. Surprise! They had, they had, they had to do a study to figure this out. Several. <laughs> uh, there's a study specifically focused on prayers aimed at the Catholic clergy. They receive a lot of prayers for their health, and the study found that the bishops and priests do not live any longer than the than male academics of the same age. Hmm. Which is really good news for male academics who are agnostics. <laughs> so Heston Jackson just beat me to it and be like, why can't they pray for the priests to stop fucking kids? Uh. Yeah. <laughs> you would think that might be high on the list, but yeah. But people still believe in prayer. Well, that, that, that's why you always see you know, the thoughts and prayers to all the, the, the people that are suffering. It's like, you're doing nothing but making yourself feel better. That's it. Yeah. Well. I could have saved them a lot of time and money. <laughs> they just said, does prayer work? I've just been like, no. No. <laughs> get back get back to doing your your regular stuff yeah can we get flying cars now <laughs> well you wasted your time on this fucking prayer shit i got this out of order too but hey i'm gonna bring it up now 
a GOP candidate in South Carolina, Mark Burns. He's he's election is tonight, so I'm curious how he's doing. Uh, but he, we mentioned before, the pastor saying that uh, gays should be lined up and shot in the back of the head. Uh, this guy has also said that supporters of LGBTQ indoctrination should be executed. Oh. Not just the gays should be executed, but supporters of the indoctrination, I'm saying in quotes. With only 27% reporting, he is at 22% of the vote. So, Mr. William... How many people is he running against? Um, four altogether. The uh, top candidate has 55.6% of the vote. Now, it's only 27% reported, but still, that's a pretty substantial lead with a quarter of the vote in. Sure. Wait, who has the substantial lead? The This guy or someone, <laughs> someone else? else? Someone else. Mr. William Timmons, oh, okay. who is probably also horrific, but eh, whatever. Right. I mean, but for this, this is, I feel like, and it might not be because I don't know my history that well. It just seems new to me that if, as a, you know, a candidate to become an elected official, if your platform <laughs> is like wholesale homicide... <laughs> And you're getting 20% of the vote? Yeah. Holy smokes. Now, that's 4,500 people in this so far. So if it holds steady, he'll get around, you know, 20,000 people. Yeah, for all we know, his opponent said the supporters of LGBTQ should be drowned. (laughs) 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 That's true. Given their choices. Another quote from this guy, he says that he would vote to make sure that those parents would be held for child abuse, parents of trans kids. He says there's no such thing as trans kids. There are only abusive parents who are pushing evil sexual orientation into their child's mind. Uh, he also said any teacher that is teaching LGBT trans transgenderism, furries, groomers, or sexual orientation uh, in the school systems should be immediately terminated and be held for abusing ch- young children. So, closet Furries? furry or closet gay? One of the two. Mr. Pastor. Wait, what? Mr. Pa- Pastor. Furries. Yeah. <laughs> Does he know what he's talking about? I mean, other than not knowing what he's talking about. Did he accidentally <laughs> hear that phrase one day and got confused? Or? Oh, they've been talking about the furries recently. Somebody else brought it up about litter boxes in classrooms. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's some story. It's some, one of those... You know. There's no way that I mean. All right. First of all, let me be clear. There is no way that that's true. But secondly, why would someone think that that was possibly true? Because they don't understand it, what they're talking about. Because it, yeah, it was probably something as stupid as like dress up as your favorite animal day, yeah. or something. And they and they put a fake litter box in to, or sandbox, whatever the fuck they put in. And people are like, look at them. They're making it against furries. Yeah, I would be surprised if it even went that far. I think he just made it up. I also love that the parents are doing this, turning their kids trans for all that sweet, sweet, your child is transsexual money that rolls in when you get one. <laughs> like, what is, what are you, what are you fucking saying? Like, no, I mean, is there anybody, any parent out there going, not to say that if your, if your kid is transsexual, there's anything wrong with it, but I'm not, I'm sure there's nobody out there going, oh, I hope my kid's gay or, oh, God, I hope my kid, well, I know there's something saying I hope they're straight. <laughs> I know there's some saying that. Right, but you think that there's someone going, ah, oh, man, my kid's straight. I got to work on that. <laughs> so boring. I was counting on having a trans kid. Let's see if I can indoctrinate him with my, yeah. it w- and these furries. It will make his I life so much easier. I buy all these trans toys for nothing. <laughs> I got to get a payoff somehow. And hopefully one day this kid might be on RuPaul's Drag Race and then all the sweet money will roll in. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what is 
Yeah. So a quick. See, that's what I start. That's what I go. <laughs> no way these people believe this shit. There's no way they are just trying to to go on people's fears to get money. Oh, sure. I think it it <laughs> is very much related to what happened with the satanic panic back in like the late seventies and eighties. Yeah. That things get blown all out of proportion. These people who are talking about furries have no idea what a furry is. So it just gets they they hear the the wild story that one of them made up because they they hear about furries and that it's you know people dressing up like animals. Clearly, that story didn't get enough of a of a shock factor. So they started adding to it and adding to it until now it's it's about you know using litter boxes in classrooms and then they apply that to anybody who dresses up as a squirrel right. or whatever. I mean, I, just a quick Google search found I found three stories: one about litter boxes in New York schools, one in um, Iowa, Iowa, and one in Nebraska. People specifically talking about putting litter boxes in classrooms because people are identifying as cats. Nope, didn't happen. Nope. I, did. And by the way, that's not what furries right. <laughs> means. <laughs> right. <laughs> that too. <laughs> That's a hundred percent not what furries right. do. Get on right. board. We've been on this tip for fifteen years. We've known about this. You're just getting to it now. <laughs> they live conservative, quiet lives. They don't know about the big bad world. <laughs> All right, it's a quarter till. I'm going to uh, hit the last of my political news things here. Basically, I just wanted to shit on the uh, mayor of New York for a little bit. Okay. Current or past? Eric Adams. Uh, <laughs> What's that? Current or past? <laughs> Current. Okay. Eric Adams has made some statements that, man, I really don't agree with, and a couple just in the last couple weeks. Uh, he talked about the Gracie Mansion, which uh, he talked about apparently during Tuesday's Yankees game. He says, I don't care what anyone says, there are ghosts in there. He talks about the Gracie Mansion as being completely haunted. Is that where the mayor lives? Gracie Mansion? Yeah, yes. Okay. Hmm. It's absolutely haunted, according to him. Also, an article from Politico talking about the fact that he <laughs> believes that New York rests on a store of rare gems and stones. And he believes that as a result, there's a special energy that comes from here. He believes that the gemstones underneath the city is what inspires New Yorkers to be New Yorkers. Oh, dear. Oh. Well, that's alarming. <laughs> really? I mean, that's a lot of and delusion. There's, there's there's no follow up to that. Where he goes, why do you believe that? What are you just making that up, or did you find a stone one time, or are you sure that's not a drunk Rudy Giuliani running around Gracie Mansion? <laughs> wow. Huh. There you go then. Yeah, I feel like I'm having a different takeaway than this from everybody else, but this this is just harmless bullshit. Uh, sure. But saying the harmless oh. bullshit out loud, though. Mm. Well, the first part's totally just benign. Sure. Do you know how many fucking idiots on this planet think ghosts are real? Have you ever been to Gettysburg? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's an old house. Old house is creek. Eh, whatever. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, everybody loves... How many stupid-ass ghost hunting shows are there on the TV? Many. More than zero, yeah. which is how many there should be. So the idea that the mayor now that other thing is super weird, but again, it's unless unless people go into like a digging frenzy and the city collapses in on itself because they were trying to get the sweet sweet gems that are under the city, uh, hmm. that's that also just seems 
totally benign. Just bizarre. <laughs> I, I, it's absolutely bizarre. I don't know. I have a lesser opinion of people that believe stupid shit like that, though. Oh. That's my... Not yeah. me. I miss when the crazies were just fun. <laughs> I mean, he is I mean, fun crazy. I was, I, 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 I mean, I was saying I was expecting much worse mm. when Ray's like, I wanted to shit on him. I'm like, this isn't helpful, <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's not, compared to what we hear today, it's like, okay, you're an idiot. <laughs> That's true. Like, he's not, he's not hitting on his interns. He's not diddling kids. He's not, right. you know, cracking down on LGBTQ. He's, he just believes some weird shit. That's really it. <laughs> Okay. This is the most negative stuff I've heard about him, <laughs> and it makes me it makes me a little sad. <laughs> That's all. The gemstone thing is so fucking weird, though. Because <laughs> like it's like, where are you getting this info from? Yeah, he has a he wears a multicolored energy stone bracelet. You know he's done the copper bracelet yes. thing too. All of it. I hope he's got one shoved up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> and Ian and Jared branded one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll keep the COVID away. <laughs> oh well, there yeah. we go. Ian, we got to start getting gemstones and saying they're from the special mine under New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Want to act like a New Yorker? <laughs> Shove this up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, religious nonsense. Uh, let's start off with the Satanic Temple in Salem, Massachusetts. I don't know if you guys saw, but a guy set fire. To the uh, doorway, the entryway of the Satanic Temple there. Uh, his actions, he described his own actions as being a hate crime, hmm. according to the Salem Police Department. 42-year-old Daniel Damien Lucy was arrested at the scene of the fire. Um, it turns out they have a like a ring or something. They've got a video doorbell. So they've got images of him coming up in his uh, backwards baseball cap and lighting the place on fire with a t-shirt on which... Was can clearly seen one word, God. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> His middle name is Damien. I'm not letting that slide. Sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> well, he didn't burn the house down. He just charred the porch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It did. It, it did significant amount of damage. I would mention. I don't know that it's in this article. Actually, I was trying to find it, but uh, Lucian Greaves said that uh, if you would like to support. The you know the rebuilding of the entryway you can you can do so at their they they started like a fun some GoFundMe type thing to uh, to rebuild and you can donate up to six hundred sixty six dollars. <laughs> nice, <laughs> dude. He looks like Adam. <laughs> I don't think this was Adam, but <laughs> all right. Religious nonsense number two over in the United Kingdom, a movie called The Lady of Heaven which was about the daughter of Mohammed, uh, that movie has been pulled from a cinema chain due to complaints of its blasphemous content. Hmm. Blasphemous to um, Islam, so I'm assuming? Oh, yes. Okay. Supposedly, according to one of the trailers, it was going to be the first movie to correctly depict the face of Muhammad. So I don't know if they had an actor playing Muhammad or I don't know exactly how they 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 portrayed that, but it was supposed to put a face on Prophet Muhammad on screen. Mm. So I, it sounds like it wasn't an actual actor, but that the Lady of Heaven was about his daughter so that you would have an idea about his family life, I guess, from this. 
That's a, that's a bold no, idea. Say, what a- yeah, what actor was ballsy enough to portray Muhammad? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently no actor is credited with playing him. <laughs> they so, CGI'd him? They're all wise. <laughs> but uh, it has to tell some of the story of Muhammad, so that's got to be one, you know, brutal movie. Yeah. Uh, because he was a warlord. He killed a lot of people. Fun. Yeah. I mean, you make this movie. I mean, you really think this is going to go through yeah. without some bullshit? <laughs> right. Yeah, you're taking a bit of a risk there. I'm curious where it might be available to be seen now, though. Like, it's not going to be aired very few very few Ooh. places. But it's got to be found on the internet somewhere. So, I don't know. Might keep an eye out. See if we can find uh, the Lady of Heaven movie somewhere online. That'll get you on a list. <laughs> a list of people with awesome movies on their list. <laughs> Uh, speaking of blasphemy and Islam, over in New Delhi in India, India is uh, having some major diplomatic problems due to one of its top officials saying negative things or derogatory references to Islam and the Prophet. Um, so there have been accusations of blasphemy. It's apparently now affecting India's uh, commerce, their economy. Because a lot of the trade that they do is with Muslim-majority countries. Um, and, um, yeah, apparently India is not coming up. They're not firing the person, apologizing, etc. So, I mean, there there are 200... I just did a quick Google. I didn't pull this off the top of my head. There are 200 million Islam Muslims in India. The people that live there. Now, there's, you know, how many billions of people in India, but still. Is Modi still the prime minister? Yeah. He hates Muslims and doesn't care. True. But 200 million? Whew. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. That means 800 million non-Muslims. Fuck them. <laughs> they still have enough votes to get reelected, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have another pastor story. This one is uh, not as bad as the others. It's just, uh, man, this dude's just an asshole. He's not calling to murder anybody? <laughs> <laughs> no. Actually, he's not. He's, he's just a dick. Um, so in Alabama, uh, there's a guy who <laughs> left flowers at a gravesite. Uh, the gravesite was of his uh, uh, fiance who died in a horrible car crash. He left flowers at her site. Uh, he's done this several different times, but the, the, one time in particular, he actually like built a little arrangement, like a little display, a, a box. That had he the built flowers a flower box. It. Yeah, a flower Correct. box. Because his fiance did not like cut flowers. She wanted flowers to continue living. So mm. when he dropped off flowers, he put them in a flower oh, box. Right. And because of that, he was fined $50 for littering and another $250 additional from the court. Why was he fined for this? Well, as it turns out, her father, who is the pastor in question, didn't like him. Never approved of the marriage that she was getting into. And so, um, just called the police on him, just being a a total dick and signed off on the, uh, on the, uh, littering papers and is just trying to do everything he can to, to make this guy, to, to ruin this guy's life. What a Um, petty piece of shit. Yeah. Wow. And he's a pastor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's sitting there at night going, got him. (laughs) God, I got him. I got that fucker with a fine. That person that loved my daughter, screw him, and did something thoughtful, put him in jail. Wow. It just, I don't know, it just, I I saw this and I'm like, you know, this is nothing compared to all the other stories on the list, but at the same time, 
What a dick. Man, what a just what a total ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but it also makes you think. You're like, if you're I mean, like, if your mind works that way, mm. you know, like you're like, ooh, I see an opportunity. The gears are working here. I call him and littering, get him a get a fine. Like, what else are you willing to do? Mm-hmm. You know, like you're you're clearly not a good person. No. And you're a pastor. <sighs> Dude, I hope this cowboy goes and punches that <laughs> motherfucker in the face and gets another fucking fine. <laughs> Because you know what? I bet you if the guy got punched in the face every time he did a shitbag thing like this, he wouldn't do him anymore. Yeah. But no, he's probably collecting money and people still going to his church and everything's fine. But I'm advocating violence towards him. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to take a quick moment to not necessarily stand up for this gentleman, the pastor, but mention that I have no details on the fiancé. I don't know how this gentleman treated his dead partner. I don't know what transpired between he and his dead partner. I don't know what transpired between he and the father of his potential bride. If it is something personal that I don't understand, and I've lost my daughter, and I happen to think that her fiancé was a scumbag, I will spend as much of my free time as I want ruining his life because it makes me feel better, and I think that's okay. As a man of God, you're, you're okay with that? In this scenario, they don't, not a, we have established over the last seven years, none of them believe in what they claim to believe mm. in. Most of the Christians treat the Bible the way Republicans treat the Constitution. They highlight their favorite parts, pick and choose the things they enjoy, and ignore the rest. I'm not going to argue with you on that. Oh, yeah. And I, I don't, now, even though it says to, I don't expect even a pastor to turn the other cheek. If someone in my in his opinion has wronged his daughter in some way, and in his and is now grieving, is soiling the memory of his daughter, mm. and by putting flowers on her pastor, grave. What's that? By in fairness to the pastor, the pastor owns that plot. That is his piece of land. If someone else is coming and vandalizing that land, then he can involve the authorities. If he and wants. that's why the guy was, was found guilty because all of that. Yeah, we're is not. Jail. We're not saying yeah. he wasn't within his rights. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they hate each other. Is all is all I'm really trying mm. to say. Unless it's a situation where this guy was doing some really awful shit, I can't justify that. I mm. I feel like you know, like is that what your daughter would have wanted? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, to be a petty fuck. <laughs> <laughs> His uh, Instagram is a chosen sinner. The f- the fiance or the, the fiance the, the father. <laughs> oh. So that might have something to do with the fact of why the father hates him. He wasn't godly enough? Uh, I mean, he's, well, his Instagram is a chosen sinner, so... Mm. Right, because he was chosen. Ah. He was a sinner. He was chosen by the preacher's daughter, and she was going to turn him around. Yeah. So there's, there, there's definitely more to this, but I still think that as a representative of your religion, mm. you're still... <laughs> you're doing a really piss-poor job. From the limited, or, inf- yeah, from the limited information that we have... It's not a good look. I do appreciate Ian's take on it. That mm. uh, it makes you think about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I just and like you led into the story. He didn't advocate violence. He didn't rape any children. Uh, you know, he didn't steal from anybody. He didn't. I mean, he may hate this guy, and this is very petty. But Jesus, if the two hundred and fifty dollars is ruining the fiance's life beyond repair, mm. I'll make him a GoFundMe. <laughs> I think I can reach that $250 goal myself. 
So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think that this guy is the monster that we're painting to be. He's just a petty dickhead. <laughs> well, that's what we're saying is that he's a petty dickhead. Yeah, but on a really low scale. Dude, I, listen, if you did this, I would say you are a petty dick. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to play games like this? And, and, and also, if, okay, let me change it. Let me ch- re- rephrase that. If you were just you working at your job and you did, I'd be like, oh, God, Ian, you know, all right. If you were the mayor of your town, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, it's not just that. And again, I will state this not knowing the full story. Maybe the fiance is a scumbag. I don't know. But the guy is head of a church. That's that's what makes this so like, oh, what do you stop, man? <laughs> uh, see, I don't th- I don't think your I don't think your job has to define you. Well, being a preacher is more than just a job. You're like a moral compass for people who go to your church. I, right. I may claim that right to be the moral compass. It's not It's not thrust upon them, but, the, you know, they, they accidentally chose that job. But they take on that mantle of, you know, the example to be followed. And honestly, quite honestly, if he was a real, I mean, obviously, you know, what we just said, that these people don't actually believe in God and just use this to their advantage. I don't right. care if this dude raped his daughter. If the guy laid flowers down and you own the plot of land and you're a moral person, just remove the flowers. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I'm letting that sink in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had, take a, I had to take a minute to think about it. Yeah, the, 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 the father is not making, yes, a moral judgment or uh, correct. He is not handling this well, but... I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't expect. I, I, <laughs> I. Okay, well, we're getting we're getting more info here. She died in a car crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, maybe for all I know, the guy was driving, and you know, we don't know no. that. No. Yeah. Sure. Appear she that was space. she was uh, coming back from looking at a prospective place to be married because apparently her father, the pastor, wasn't going to marry them. Sure, maybe something. And again, I don't want to know the backstory. <laughs> Of these people. I don't know if this guy, you know, cheated on her and she forgave him and took him back and they got engaged and the father is like, I'll never forgive you. I'm, uh, you know, you, you hurt my little girl. I'm going to be, you know, petty and cruel to you for the rest of, you know, our shared lives. I mean. No, but I think what you're trying to say, at least to say is like, he's well within his rights to do what he did. Yeah. And since we don't know the story. You know, there could be any number of reasons why he did it. Correct. And I am hearing what you guys are saying. There are hundreds of better ways to manage this situation, to manage his feelings, to manage the tension in between the two of them. He is taking the low road and, you know, one of the... But compared to the level of indiscretion we discuss on this show, this is some (laughs) low-hanging fucking fruit. Sure. This is not a big deal at all, in my opinion. Just another self-claimed Christian who is actually a jerk-off. Wow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't wait till a year from now when Ray says, Hey, do you remember a year ago we talked about a story about this priest who fucking, you know, we're like, he goes like, well, he's running for office now and he's advocating to uh, castrate all gay and transsexual people. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can all go, gotcha, Ian! He was a fucking dick! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope that doesn't happen, but because uh, yeah. I don't want him running for office. But all right, the final thing that I've got uh, over to uh, you know science. This 
coming week, throughout June, apparently. I don't have the exact dates. June, uh, what was it, earlier? Oh, no, June 3rd and 4th. Uh, it, it, there's a lot of quotes in here. I'm trying to find when the, the planets align. But in any case, that's the idea. Five planets or five bodies, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, yep, along with the moon, are going to be lined up in the uh, night sky. And by night sky, I mean early morning sky. Apparently, very early morning, before the sun comes up, is the time to look at uh, 45 minutes before sunrise. Uh, the best day will be June 23rd, looking southeast. Uh, the article says that a telescope or binoculars can aid in the uh, seeing the planets, but the planets should shine brighter than the surrounding stars and be easy to spot with the naked eye. So, celestial alignment that I thought was uh, pretty interesting. So get yeah. your, get your death celts ready. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm sorry. What your, your death celts? No, your death celts. Oh, oh I. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even. I had. I hadn't even made my way to Death Cults. I was just so excited that the Grand Conjunction was upon us. And if one of our listeners doesn't heal the shard soon, we're going to be stuck in this timeline forever. Well, I don't know. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is that when Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders merge back into the person <laughs> they originally <laughs> were? <laughs> I don't know. Set but balance. <laughs> for, formal Hout is also in the in the uh, in the mix here. It's the brightest star we can see. Yeah, the brightest star in the southern constellation of Pisces is also in in close to the line. It's in the picture. So yeah, it's going to be a, a, a uh, an interesting formation on June twenty third. Am I going to get up forty five minutes before dawn in the summertime? Ugh. That's 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 Seems really really unlikely. Early. <laughs> Lucky for me, I might already be up. So <laughs> in the wintertime, yes. In the summertime, ugh, that's early. That's early, no matter what. I'm sorry. If the sun isn't up yet, then neither am I. That's just crazy talk, <laughs> which is not always true. I'm exaggerating, but still. Mm. All right, that was it. I just thought that was uh, kind of a cool thing that's going to happen. Uh, that's all I've got. Do you guys have anything else? Not I. I'm also satisfied. I'm good. Okay. I do want to point out that this is like the fourth week in a row where I didn't have any coronavirus news. Mm. Just wow, wow. It's still there, but all right start wrapping up. Uh, first, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who could join us tonight. Uh, Alpha, Hessian Gixon, Hypatia, and Tommy H., we do appreciate it. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can join them and sign up on our Patreon page and chat with us on Discord. Uh, if you can't do that, you could still support the podcast by sharing it on social media or leave a review for us wherever you happen to listen. Again, if you want to contact us, our Facebook page, or at ProfaneArg on the Twitter box. Also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. It's a podcasting network, of which we're a member. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com will get you all the podcasts. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God be with you.